Okay, so we're starting the Mishnah on Samaches and Beis. Zuck the Mishnah. So the Mishnah, we're not going to begin a series of things that will say, uh, if you're standing in one Rishos and you're going to another Rishos, it's going to be Mutter uh, or Aser. And in general, it's Nagea for this, you'll see in a second, the Gemara is going to start, but there's a general concept of Machlikis between the Rabbanon and Rameir. Rabbanon holds generally these things are allowed, Rameir holds they're generally not allowed. And we'll see Rameir on Daf Kuf Aleph, so it's going to go on for a few blocks. So Zak the Mishnah. I made Adam Rishus Hayachid umitalta Rishus Harabim. A person can stand in Rishus Hayachid and move something in Rishus Harabim. Okay, we're saying there's no iser of moving something, let's say less than Dalad Amas, and we're not concerned. Okay, or Rishus Harabim umitalta Rishus Hayachid. You could be standing in Rishus Harabim and move something in Rishus Hayachid, even more than Dalad Amas. Okay, uvachala yitzi chutz me arba Amas. Okay, as long as you don't take it outside of that Dalad Amas. Right, again, that's going on the case of Rishas Hayachid, a person standing Rishas Hayachid, moving something Rishas Haram. What we're saying is, you are able, <coughs> even though, obviously, you can't carry something from Rishas Hayachid to Rishas Harabim, you're able to move something in Rishas Harabim, and we're not concerned that you're going to bring it back to you in Rishas Hayachid. Why? And we'll see this coming off of the Mishnah later on today's daf, that this is their Abban Shita, they're not Geyser. And um, I'll explain because we're talking about something that you don't personally need. So if you don't personally need it, if you don't need it for yourself, so then we're saying that we're not concerned that you're gonna, you can move something from one place to another, which is not, we're not concerned that you're gonna bring it into the Rishas HaYachid. Lo Adam Rishas HaYachid, v'yashtim Rishas HaRabim, a person cannot stand in Rishas HaYachid and urinate in a Rishas HaRabim, Rishas HaRabim v'yashtim Rishas HaYachid, or vice versa. V'chein lo yarok, okay, don't um, spit from one Rishas to the other Rishas. For Yehuda, emer af even when his spit becomes detached in his mouth, then you have to spit it out. You can't walk down Amis. Once it's detached in your mouth, it's considered as if you're carrying something. It's now considered as if it's detached from your guf. Okay, and we'll get into this a little bit. Right, so it has it the other way of our Mishnah. So he was teaching Zamaira's teaching not like uh, not like our Mishnah. So Amalei Shavakta Rabbanu So like I explained that there is it, there's a series of these things that our Mishnah is going like Rabbanan that says you're allowed to do it. We're not going to be geyser on Daf Kuf. Okay, we're on Daf Kuf Aleph. We'll bring in our Meir Shita. Okay, saying that these things these sorts of things are not allowed. So he was trying to understand why are you going like Rabbanan, not like the Rabbanan, teaching uh, your son that it's you're not allowed to do this. So the, Gemara, so the Gemara says he made a mistake. Who suffered me the Sefer Rameyer, Reish and Nami Rameyer? He thought that from the fact that the Sefer later on, right, it doesn't say the Rabbanon Omer this or Rameyer says that. The Mishnah just switches and we have to figure it out on our own who this is. So we know that this is the Rabbanon, okay, but he made a mistake. He thought that since the Mishnah on Kuf Aleph is Rameyer, where we say we are guys and you're not able to do this, so to this Mishnah, which says you are allowed to do it, must also be Rameir, and therefore must be the Rabbanan would hold its Aser here. Okay? If he thought that this was Rameir, must be that Rabbanan would hold its Aser, and therefore he, he miscalculated, he made a mistake. Belohi, safe for Rameir, Varesh Rabbanan. We're saying that no, that the Tanoim of who our Mishnah, uh, who our Mishnah is, are over here switch. And right now we're going to the Rabbanan Shita, later will be Rameir Shita, and that's why he made this error. Okay, so we said, So you're allowed to move something, let's say, in Rishas Hayachid, okay, uh, while you're standing with Rishas or vice versa, as long as you don't bring it out. 
Okay, let's, let's say you do. You do actually bring something from, um, you know, one rishos to the other, you're going to be chayev chatos. Misayele l'rava, it sounds like a proof to rava. Okay, now, now Rashi explains that we're, we're assuming here, okay, that in order to get it into your rishos, you picked it up above 10. That's what, that's what the, the Gemara was assuming that the case of the mission is. Dahainu, we had this yesterday, that you're, going, you're, you're, you're putting the item through a makam patur. Okay? So now we're trying to say, So this should be a proof to Rava. If you, can't, if you move an item in Rosh Hashanah more than Daladamas, but you carry, you, you, while um, transporting it, you went above 10, which is now the Makam Pator. Derech Alav is above 10. So then Chayiv, you're going to be Chayiv. So we'll say that this is a raya from the fact that if you were to move something from Rishayach to Rishas Harabim, even though while you were going from the Rishas Harabim into Rishayach, you went above 10, that we're going to say that you're still going to be Chayiv Chatas, that's the Diyak of our Mishnah, and that would be like Rabbah. So the Gemara says, Mika Tani Mhoitzi Chayiv Chatas, it doesn't say that. What does it say? It said, what, what did the Mishnah say? right? It's just saying you can't. Just saying you can't carry Daladamas, right? Um, right? So it's, it's saying that, that you can't carry Daladamas. It's not necessarily saying that if you did carry Daladamas and while carrying the Daladamas you went up in the Makam Patur, that you're going to be Chayef Chatas. Maybe it means Patur Aval Asr. Dilmam Haitsi Patur Aval Asr. Or we can learn this whole Gemara a uh, different way. Igadna Amri Haitsi. If you did move the item more than Dalit Amas in Rishus Harabim, it's Pater Avalasar, right? Because it, it just says, Uvavad Shalayoyitzi. Lema Tabit Yufta the Rabbah, so now it would be the Kashan Rabbah. Damarabah, Mara Mitchila, Hamavir, Mitchila, Sal, Saital, that if you do move an item, Dalit Amas in Rishus Harabim, Devir Durach Alav, and while you're going through the Dalit Amas, you pass through the Malkan Pator, Chayiv. So that would sound, he says specifically Chayiv. And the Diak here is you should not do it, which sounds like if you do it, it's just, it's just, you're just not allowed to do it. Not that you're going to be chayv if you do it. So the Gemara says, no, mikatani haitzi pater aval asr, dilma im haitzi chayv chatas. Maybe, Taka, you are chayv chatas if you did it. And either way, what we're saying is that within our Mishnah, we have no raya to rava one way or another. Could be when we said, obavachali yitzi, it means you're chayv chatas. And it could, means, it could mean that it's just asr. Okay, so we said... A person should not stand in Rishus Hayachan and urinate in Rishus Harabim, or vice versa. Amar of Yosef, Hishtin v'Roik Chayev Chatas. If you did urinate or spit into the other Rishus, you're Chayev Chatas. Frechting Amara, how you Chayev Chatas? V'Hava Ina Nakira V'Anochem El Gabi Malkam Dalad V'Leka. You need an Akira and Anocha on an area that is a Malkam Dalad, and here you don't have it. Okay, a person is not Dalad Al Dalad. So the Gemara answers. You don't have an Akira, Me'al Makam Dalit. Okay? The Hanacha, you would, right? If you spit or urinated onto the ground in Rosh Hashanah, so then it did land on a Makam Dalit. Okay? So the problem is you don't have an Akira. You have an Akira from the guf. Both the spit and the urine come from the guf of the person. So the Gemara answer is like we did all the way, way back in Shabbos. How could you put the item into the hand of the Balabayas or the Ani and vice versa? One of the answers there was Machshavtai Meshavyalei Makam. That your Machshava. That what we're saying is that, yeah, if you plan to move something from point A to point B, okay, we then care where you put it. However, if your whole intention was to specifically 
do an akira from here or a hanacha to here, then we don't need a makam dalad. Your machshava will make it. Since over here you have to go, you have to urinate. So therefore, when you do the akira from your body, that is your entire intention. Your whole goal here is to get the spit or the urine out of your body. Therefore, it's considered an akira from a makam chashav. Just like di'ilei temahachi, because if you don't say that your machshava, that specifically accomplishing the action that you set out to do, or what your intentions are, would not make it a makam chashav, di'ilei if you throw something in the mouth of a dog, how could you ever be chayiv chatas? You have to say, Okay, so we see that you're, you being machshir something, your intent to specifically do an akira or akira from or anacha to will make it a makam chashiv for akira or anacha purposes. Both those cases are cases of and, and Kivshan. So to here, right? So to here, if you want to see the words of Rashi, Rashi, the first uh, or second skinny line, since you need to go, it's considered a Haitzah Chashuva. But, right? The, the Gemara is definitely being Madama, a case of, of uh, Akira to Hanacha. Fine. Boy, Rabba. Who versus Hayachar, Piyam, and versus Rabba? Let's say the person standing versus Hayachar. And the pia ama, okay, the 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 right the the out, outer part of his aver isn't ready in rishus harabim mahu. Do we say now that we said that it's usher to do it's a it's a chiyav chatos because you're trying to do an akira and hanacha? So now what happens? Basar akira azlinon. Do we go based on the akira where's ikar gufes or a basar yitzia azlinon? Or do we say that the akira is from the outer part of his aver teku? Okay, we don't answer that. So too, a person should not spit. Okay, Rabbi Yehuda Eimer. So what did Rabbi Yehuda say? Rabbi Yehuda said that not, he, he built onto this, not just spitting from Rishayach or Rishayach, but also once a person has the spit in his mouth and it's detached, it's detached from his guf. In other words, he, he like, uh, I guess, uh, what do you call it? Like, like he, he brought it up. So now he detached it. So... It's already considered separate, and therefore he can't walk Dalad Amas. Amr Rav Yosef. I'm sorry. Afal Gav Hipichba. So the wants to say, even though he didn't swirl it around. So apparently you bring up the spit, then you swirl it around, and then you spit it out. So what we're saying is, just bringing it up, bringing the spit up, is enough to consider it a separate item, is enough to be considered detached from your guf. And then you, that, that you can't walk Dalad Amas with it. Vahat I, we see not so. If you're eating a pressed cake of figs with tummy hands, you put your, mouth, your, your hand into your mouth. Right? You want to take a rock, right? you started biting down and all of a sudden you, you, you bit a stone, a pebble. Rameir holds you're going to be tummy, meaning because your spit is machsher, the food. He says your spit is not machsher, the food. It does not make it moksha the kabal tumma because spit is part of your body. Rabbi Yehuda says it depends. Depends. If you swirled it around, then that's what you need. So it's not good enough to just bring up spit. Then in order to be considered detached from your body, you need to be hippachba. So how are we going to answer on our Mishnah where it just says if you brought up the spit, that's good enough. You have to say it our Mishnah. It's also talking about that you were hippach. By swirling it around, you now made it a separate being from your guf. And that's why... 
you are unable to carry Daladamas. Rishlakish Aimer, he says, Loi Tachlef. Don't, it's not true. We're talking about Kichai. We're talking about phlegm that works a little differently than Reik. Okay? There's regular spit and there's phlegm. Vatanya, Rabbi Yehuda. This part of the Gemara, the next couple of lines are a little difficult to read. Uh, I couldn't find a uh, anywhere. I think I looked even in Art Scroll, he said it just doesn't, the, the, the words don't really flow. They don't really make there, there is no effective translation, but I'll try to do the best. Vatanya, Rabbi Yehuda, Eimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Kichoi Venitlish. That if you have phlegm and it's detached, my love, roik venitlish, that kichai works like roik, and they go hand in hand, and it's good enough to just be, um, th- that just like you wanted to say that kichai doesn't need the swirling, and that's what our Mishnah is talking about, well, we see, don't we say that kichai works like roik? So the Gemara says, no, kichai venitlish. No, kichai and roik are two separate things. Only kichai, we consider it um, nitlish. Right, all on its own. Okay, but roik, you have to swirl it around. What do we see here? The point here of the Gemara, I think, right, I have a hard time reading the two lines above it, but is that wherever kichai goes, that's where roik goes. So we, you can't try to answer that our mission is talking about kichai, which is different than roik. No, we see here, it says, so they're in the same category. Whatever is, would consider Roik detached or consider kichai detached. Whatever you consider kichai detached, considers roik detached. And you can't separate the two. Right? So either way, Okay, so we see until you spit it out. So we see that either way, it doesn't require. Hipoch, they're in the same category. Ella, so that answer isn't good. You have to say that our Mishnah, or Yehuda on the Mishnah, when he said you can't spit it, must be talking about, um, must be talking about uh, that he was hipach, okay, that he swirled it around and prepared it to spit out. Now, just one memory in regards to spitting. If you spit in front of your Rebbe, the Pasuk says, Kol mis'anai, whoever hates me, meaning my Torah, loves, loves death. Okay, so we see, and, what, and why, is, why does spitting have to do with hating Torah? Al-tikri, al-tikri, who hate me, who cause others to hate me, okay, so meaning that a Talmud Chacham who spits in front of his Rebbe, okay, it, it's, it's a Dabar Maguna, and uh, it'll cause people to, uh, right, it, it's, it's, you're disrespecting the Rebbe, and it'll cause others to disrespect the Torah, okay, and that's why you're Chayab Misa. Frek the Gemara Baham Menis Anis, you're an Anis, I have to spit, what am I supposed to do? The Gemara says, no, we're not talking about bringing up, like Kiach, bringing up the flam, Kiach V'roikam, you know, it means spitting it out, you know, Goichatui, right, spitting it out. Um, that you don't have to do. You could put it in a tissue. You could put it on your, on your you wipe it on your sleeve. Okay, um, so therefore you didn't have to spit right in front of your rabbi, and that's why you're chayiv misa for that. Fine. Zakt the next mishnah, continuing with these concepts. So now lo adam the So if you're going to notice, this is going to be a little twist, different than our other one. Here it says you can't stand in rishasayachid and drink in rishasarabim. You can't stand Rishus Rabbim v'yashte and drink Rishus Hayachid. Elam kein hechnes Roshav Rubai l'makam shu sheisa. Unless you bring Roshav Rubai into the same area where you're drinking, v'chein begas. So too by a uh, by a wine press. So zuck the Gemara. I don't understand. We said right a preface today saying that there are a series of Mishnayos. The Rabbanon generally hold things are allowed. 
Okay, and Rameir generally holds these things. We are going to be going here. They're not allowed. So Reish or Abadam is safe for Rameir. Here we're saying it's not good enough to stand in one Rishos and bring water for the other Rishos. Okay, that what you have to do, right, and drink in the other Rishos, you need Reish of It's not good. In other words, what's the alternative here? The alternative here is I could lean over, just lean over, right? Let's say the bar is in Rishos Hayachid, so I'm standing in Rishos I lean over the wall and I drink. Why do I need Reish of Just lean over a little. So the Gemara says, Amar of Yosef. Here we're talking about Water is considered a chafetz that you want. And since, and like I explained in the last Mishnah, since the Rabbanon here, there, in the last Mishnah, say it's mutter because you don't, to be metaltal in the other rishos, to move something in the other rishos, because you don't actually want it. Since you don't actually want it, we're not concerned that you're going to transport it from rishos to rishos. But if it's something that you need for yourself, to hind a drink of water, then even the Rabbanon are going to be geyser. What about a caramelist? Let's say I want to drink something from a caramelist. Do I also need Reshev Rubai in the Rishos? So we said that when you're trying to drink in one Rishos and you're standing in the other, what about caramelists? Same deal. No. The whole concept of why we need Reshev Rubai is Xera. Right? Caramelist is also a Din Dirabanon. Okay, the whole problem of going in, of, 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 of caring from a Shisayachid, let's say, to a Carmelist, is because it's Demel Shisayachid. So, me requiring Reshev Rubai and one of the Rishusim when you're dealing with a Carmelist would be considered a Gzela and we're not going to do that. How do I know that we are Gzela by a Carmelist? Why? Because our Mishnah says, Vechain Begas. Now, what is the case of Gas? Why did our Mishnah have to say Vechain Begas? That's, that's really strange. Yeah, if it's the same, then it's the same. Elamai, gas has a din of a caramelist. Standard gas has a din of a caramelist. And therefore, we're talking, so the Mishnah was highlighting that the din applies that, it's, that you need Reshev Arubah in the, in the Rishus that you're drinking from, not just when you're going from Rishayach to Rishus Rabbim, but by caramelists as well. The Rava Amar, Rava who says, we're not geyser, it's a gzera. So how's he going to explain Vechem Begas? He says, no, the whole Vechem Begas here is Le'inyan Meiser. That it's Le'inyan Meiser, that what? That there are some, we'll see in a second, there are certain situations, but Le'inyan Meiser, that when you're, if you're, let's say, working in the Gas, if you're in the Gas, you do, you're allowed to take a drink that's considered a Shias Arai, it's not Keva. And therefore, you don't, and you don't need to give Meiser. The only time you would be required to give Meiser is once it's considered a Shias Keva. Right? I'm talking about drinking the wine? Drinking the wine. But didn't we say that the special is talking about water? We're talking, well, that's why it says, v'chein begaz. We're comparing, in other words, according to Abayah, he's saying, v'chein begaz, we're comparing Rishas HaYachid and Rishas HaRabim to Karmelis, right? Rav is saying, no, I don't hold hold Karmelis, that's exactly Xera, and I'm comparing the, what's considered Shia when it comes to, what's the the rule of Shia when it comes to Shabbos, that I have to have Rishas Rubai in a certain area, so too by Gas. I have to have Roshiv Rubai in the Gas in order for it to be considered a Shasiyas Arai. And if it's a Shasi, if it's drinking that is not, it's not a fixed drinking, then I'm not Chayiv and Meiser. I could drink without it. Okay, Vechainam Rav Sheshes, Vechain Begas, Lenyin Meiser. Ditanan, like we learned in a Mishnah, Shesin al Gas. You can drink when you're, when you're on the Gas, right? When you're working within the wine press, right? the manufacturing plant, Bein Becham and Bein Bitsaidin. Whether you do Meziga, Right, in order to drink wine in those days, you have to dilute it. So whether you dilute with hot or, or with cold or hot water, upater, and you're going to be pater from Meiser Debra Meir, Rabbi Eliezer, Bat Sadik, Mechayev. He says you're going to be Chayev. Okay, 
<coughs> because once you do the maziga, that's no longer going to be considered a drinking that's ari. Right? That's already too official. You already diluted the wine, so you now you're already it's an already official drinking, and you're going to be chayiv. Chum, they say it depends. Alacham and chayiv that if you did maziga with warm water, so now you're never going to put it back. That's a shasias keva, and therefore you're chayiv and meiser before drinking. Valat Right, doing meziga in cold water is pater ibnei machzer es ha moiser. Right, because even if even, once you do meziga, even if you do meziga with cold water, you'll still pour. You'll take a sip and you pour the rest of the wine back, so that will still be considered hcs ari. Okay, and the point being that over here, when it comes to vechein bagas, we're dealing with a meiser, and for us, we're saying that in order to be considered in the gas, you're only going to be hcs ari when you're in the gas. In order to be considered in the gas, is you have to have reishiv rubai in the gas. Okay, next zuck the next mishnah. I have some pictures here. If you want to pass it on. Okay, you know what? Give me, give me one. Yeah, I'll keep one. You can get on the other one. Okay. Fine. So, Koilate Adam Minham is Chila, Lamata Miyud, Tvachim. A person can collect water that drips off of a gutter, Lamata Miyud, if it goes below 10. Vechein Hatsinar. Uh, I'm sorry, uminatsinar mikolmakam, even and from a pipe, right from the mouth of the pipe. Okay, uh, sorry. Akolet adam minha meschila, lamata mi yudvachim, uminatsinar mikolmakam, shaisa. You could drink at any point from directly from the pipe. So we're going to try to say what's the difference between collecting the drippings, right? The, the meschila, if you see here, is the first picture. So you see the guy standing, he's holding the kli well below where the, the water drips. And the um, mitzaref is where you go right up to the gutter. Okay, so we'll, and the Gemara's going to explain the difference. You, you, you have to, for the scenery, you have to go right up to the mitzaref? That's what we're saying? No, we're saying that if you want to take, if you want to, um, well, let's see. No, there's two different actions. Kailate means you collect the drippings. Mitzaref means you collect right from up there. So we're saying that um, that the, fir- right, the first part of the mission says, So the Gemara is first going to discuss that. That you could only do, you can only collect it, but you cannot do mitzarif, which means go right up against the gutter. Why not? My taima. What are we talking about? That the gutter is three to the gab. The person standing in a Rishus Harabin. The gutter is now teich three to the gag. So it's considered as if the whole pachos migimel samach lagag kigag dummy. So the gutter coming off the gag teich gimel is considered as if it's part of the roof. Okay? And therefore the roof is a rishos hayachid. I am standing on rishos harabim. So therefore I cannot, I have to be, in order, in order to take from the water, I have to be lamata miyud tvachim. Meaning I have to wait for the water to come into the rishos harabim that I'm standing in. Okay, I can't go up and get it from the top of the pipe because since the, the gutter, I mean, since the gutter is toich gimel to the roof, then it would be like I went up and I took something off the gag, that's Rishayachin, and brought it to Rishis HaRabin. Tanyan A person, okay, that's, this is going to be the third, the third case. Okay, a person standing in Rishis HaYachin, meaning on his own roof. And he can... Pick his hand up above ten tefachim lepachas mishloisha samach legag, okay, and he can go less than three close to the gag. The koyle, 
Okay, and he could, and he waits for the water to come down. Okay, what we're saying is that a person, again, he has, if, this is again, it's a little different because here we're talking about from one Rosh Hashayach to other Rosh Hashayach, and this is just a price It's emphasizing the same process and the same point, but the specifics are a little different. Here you're standing on top of your own roof, and what we're saying is the water comes off your friend's roof, right? He's higher than you, and you have to wait for the water to come down. You can't bring your kli directly up to the gutter because otherwise you're taking from his Rosh Hashayachid, okay? Here you have to be, you have to wait until it falls within the airspace of your own Rosh Hashayachid. The Kailid, Wabach Layitzarev, Tanya Idach, similarly, will in another Brai, so Layam and other Rosh Hashayachid, person cannot stand in Rosh Hashayachid, Vyagbi Ayada Lamala, Meyasarat Fachim, Lepachas, Migimel Samach Lagag, okay? Vyitzarev, and Bimitzarev, Ava Kailid, Huvashaysa. Okay, so if you're again in Rosh Hashayachid, and now you're standing on the ground Rosh Hashayachid, and you can't reach over to the roof of another Rosh Hashayachid, can't reach up and do what's called mitzarev, which means bring, bring the kli to the edge of the gutter. Rather, you have to wait until, hold your kli where it is, find where it comes down, and then catch the water while it's coming down when you're in your own Rosh Hashayachet. Okay? But, okay, you can drink when a pipe comes down. Right? So this is talking off a gutter that's just going along the top. But let's say you have a downspout pipe. Then you can take from there. Why? Because a stomp pipe is less than, already came, is, will have already dropped more than three from the roof, and it no longer has the status of a roof. Okay, so if you have a gutter going, you know, vertically, and it comes down and drips off of there, then you'd be okay. Tana, however, we learn in the Bryson, yesh bitzin or dalad al dalad, if the pipe has a mouth that's dalad al dalad, if it's a pipe that's four by four, then it's asr v'neshe hu kemotzi mirishos v'roshos. Then it has its own, it has its own status, okay, it has its own status of a uh, well, it, it's a caramelis. It has the status of a caramelis, if it's dawad al dawad, right? We know that something that is dawad al dawad and less than yud has a din of a caramelis. Okay, and therefore, you cannot take from the pipe, it's going to be a caramelis. Okay, next case. Zakta Mishnah. Bar Rishasarabim. Let's say you have a, a pit in Rishasarabim, Vichul Yasai, and that which you excavated, what you dug out, so let's say the bar, the bar with the cholya is yudfachim. Chaloin she'agabav. If you have a window right outside of this bar, right? This bar has water in it. So then you can stick your bucket out the window. You can stick your bucket outside the window and take water from the bar. Okay? Gemara is going to explain this case. If you have a garbage dump in Rishasarabim, Gavaya yud. That is ten tefachim high. Chalayin shal gamav shayf chin l'teicha. You can pour. You can chuck your garbage out. Right. If you have a window, it opens up to a garbage pile. Okay. That is <coughs> going to be dalit and yud. So you could throw on top of it. L'teicha mayim b'shabes. You can you can pour your dirty water out into the garbage. Is it only water or is it anything? I think it's anything. It's anything. It's not dalko water. I'm guessing just because the ratio was talking about the case of water. You know, water to bring water in. So now we're talking about spilling water out. What are we talking about over here? What is this bar v'chul yasa we want to understand? If you're saying that the bar comes right up to the house, so then, why do I need the chul at all? The bar itself is how deep? Yud, right? So I can just go ahead, drop my bucket out. I don't, I don't need a chul here at all. I don't need the chul to bring the, to raise the bar up to my, uh, um, my window. 
I could just say there's a regular, I have a window, and then there's a bar right outside my house, I just drop it in. So what, what does the chulia here do for me? So we're talking about the same Rishos around? Yeah. Uh, wasn't the chulia on one go? Right. No, chulia is, is the sides of the bar. No, let's say, but why do I need bar v'chul yod? Why is it just bar, why is it just a bar yod? It's just easier to have a case of bar v'chul yod. Because? Because usually you dig and you only have to dig five tachim and then you have ten. That, and so that's going to be second, second answer then why? Okay. Ileim b'smucha lamali chul yod. Why do I need the chul yod? Chul yod. Amar of huna. What are we talking about? So the first way, this is, God said that'll be second answer. First answer is, we're talking about here where the bar is a little far away from the, is a little far away from the house. So the problem is that if I just had a bar, I can't drop my bucket right outside my window because it's going to hit on Rosh Hashanah. I'm not going to have a problem. I can't go through Rosh Hashanah to get to the bar. Okay. So, so once I have right, so now, once I have Chol Yasara, that creates its own, you know, Rishos Hayachid, a wide enough space where I can now bring my bar through that Chol right? It's like, it's like an intermediate area where I can bring it into the bar. So maybe the takes that space in between the house and the bar. Exactly. The Chol takes up the space in between the house and the bar, so it allows me, that, that's no longer Rishos Harabim, and allows me to take my bucket from my house into the bar. Okay? So, Holeka Chol Yasara, but if not... Then I'm going to be passing through. If I don't have cholya, then I'm going through Rosh Hashanah. And that's not allowed. So that's one way of dealing with why the Mishnah is talking about cholya. And the second is, Even if the bar is right up against the house, it's not muflug. What are we saying? The Chiddush is to tell me that I don't need a bar that's your dug, your deep. Now, it's just this concept saying that I can dig out, I can have a bar that's five, I dig out, and now the cholya pack it around, and that's five, and that'll be mitzvah, even though the bar itself, below ground, is only five, bar v'cholya is mitzvah, we've had that before. Okay, ashba, we said one final thing, if you have an ashba, which is a rabbin, that is ten high and four wide, so then you can, put, you can throw your water onto it. We're not concerned that someone will clear away the garbage, Right, if someone clears away the garbage, it's no longer going to be 10. It'll now be a caramelist, right? Or it'll, we'll say it's totally cleared away. You're not pouring right into Rosh Hashanah. If you remember this, okay, all the way back to our, one of our favorite dafim, my favorite daf in Erevin, daf ches. There was a story with one mavoi, that one side one side emptied, right? One side of the mavoi was the ocean. The other side was a garbage dump. He didn't allow them to carry there. Why? So we see, he was concerned that the garbage dump would be removed. We see, we are concerned that a garbage dump will get removed. Is, now, by the way, Israel Layamar, he also didn't say the Hakim and Mechitzas, Lamaisa the Ramachitzas, so he didn't say it was completely Yasser. The point was that he didn't want to say it was Mutter because there was a garbage dump there, and he was concerned that the garbage dump would be taken away. So the Mars is like, Kasha, Hadiyachid, Hadarabim. It depends. That, in that case, that was a private garbage dump. There we are concerned it would be taken away. A public one, we're not concerned. And when our mission is talking about it, it's talking about a public one. So. What's your here? 
shashir that you'll remove the garbage dump will be taken away and then you'll pour the water right into Rishis Rabbah. Okay, but doesn't the mission say only if there is a, like meaning, it says look up. Like the lower, it'll become lower now. You won't realize it. Yeah, it'll get lowered. So not scared that they want to move the entire time. He doesn't realize. He knows there's a garbage dump right out there. Exactly. Fine. Uh, just to, so we started off again. Shitas Rabbanon, we said a person can stand in Rishis Hayachid and be metaltal Rishis Harabim. And Rav Chia learned it to his son a little bit wrong. Lo yamed, like Rameyer, and he made a mistake. He thought that this was also Rameyer, and therefore he wanted to pass on like the Rabbanon, and he thought that, um, <clears throat> he thought that the Rabbanon would hold that it's Usr in this case. Okay, we said, Sounded like if you do take out, even if you, even if you do, sorry, if you do, if you do transport the item in Rosh Rabban Dalet Amas, you're standing with Rosh Hashanah even if you go okay, that you're still going to be Chayev, so that, right, so the first answer said, the first Lashon said, no, it's Pater Abel Aser, and it's not like Rava, and the second Lashon said, it's Chayiv, and then it wouldn't be approved to Rava. So either way, we don't know what the din is going to be if a person would intentionally move the item to Al-Adamus and Rosh Hashanah if he goes through a Malkam Pator. Okay, uh, our Mishnah is not proving it one way or another. We said you can't, you can't stand in Rosh Hashanah and urinate in Rosh Hashanah, and we explained, what is that, how, where's my Akira, right? If I'm urinating from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, where's my Akira? Right, it's coming from my body. We say that okay, that just like by the Hanacho, we said when you're specifically throwing it into the mouth of a dog or into, into, a, into a furnace, that your goal is to get the item there. So to here, my goal is to get the urine or the spit out of my body. That is considered Akira from Makam Chashev and therefore you be high. We said, what happens if uh, your Aver was in the Rishis Harabim, you're in Rishis Hayachid, do we go Basar the Akira of your Guf or the edge, the end of your aver, and we did not answer that Shiloh. Okay. Um, we said, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Misha Nitlush Roikai, once you bring up the spit and it's separated, so then it's considered like you're carrying it. You can't go Daladamas. Okay. And Rabbi Yechanan said, like he held by Truma, Rabbi Yehuda Shita by Truma, that's only if Hippich, if he swirled it around. We tried to answer that there's a difference between Kichai, but we said, no, it's not true. Okay. Because we, when we were in Dama, there was a price that was clearly Madama Kichai to Roiko. You can't be Machalik between the two. Okay. And by the way, we also said that if a person uh, spits in front of his Rabbi, Chai Misa, right, that you cause others to hate the Torah. Okay. You're showing disrespect to the Torah. Okay. Then we talked about drinking. So again, drinking, we said, even according to the Rabbanon, we will not allow you to drink from one Rishos standing and one Rishos to the other Rishos unless you have Rishos everybody in that Rishos because you want it. I want it. Therefore, we're concerned that you're going to bring it into the Rishos that you're standing in. Now, what about Carmelis? So Abayah said, ah, Carmelis is all going to be, also going to be also. That's why it says Bechein Begas. Rabbi says, no, we're not going to be Gezer, it's Gezerah, gzera. And I, why does it say Bechein Begas? That is talking about... <clears throat> how much of your body you need to have in the gas to, to be considered a shesias aray. Then we talked about getting water. So we said, if you have a gutter that's toich gimel to the gav, you're standing with sarabim, you are not allowed to, you can be koilet, you can stand below, right? Bring the bowl into the sarabim and have the water there and then drink, right? But what you can't do is pick it up to the edge, to get or to, to the edge of the gutter, because since the gutter is toich gimel to the gav, it's like, it's like the gutter is a Rosh Hashayachin. It's like you're taking from the Rosh Hashayachin and drinking your body, which is a Rosh Hashayachin. But we said, okay, so Mitzarif was Aser. We had a tiny Namehachin and a tiny Yidach that said that. And then we said, however, if there's a pipe that comes down, a vertical pipe that comes down, then you could take from it because 
normally the pipe would bring it more than three below the top of the roof. Now it's like it's sitting with Shisarabim. But we said if the pipe has a Mokam Dalid, then it would be Usr, because then you're taking from a Carmelis to Rishisarabim. Okay. Then finally, we talked about the Bar Bacholia. We had two ways, two ways of explaining the Bar Bacholia. Okay, why, why do we have a case of Bar Bacholia that we're saying that you could reach out from your window and take water from the bar? So we said either we're talking about Mimu Flegas, that was Rav Huna's way of saying it, and therefore what we're saying is that the Cholia fills up that space that allows you to take your, your bucket from your house into the bar and bring the water back in. Okay, um, but if not, you would have to go through Rosh Hashanah, and that would be a problem. Okay, and Rav Yechanan said no. That really, it's talking about where it's right up against the wall. What's the chiddush of cholia? We're saying that a bar vechuliyasa is mitzdar from the yod, and that's the chiddush. And then we finally we talked about the case of an ashba. Right? We said similarly, if you had an ashba out there, you can chuck your water out into the ashba, and we're not going to be concerned that the ashba might be taken away, might be diminished, right? Because that is we're talking about ashba deravim and ashba deravim. We don't have that concern, even though we brought a case where ashba deyachid, we did in fact have that concern.